Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today we are flashing back to episode number 83 with Andrew Evans. At age 25, Andrew is already a superstar in Cutco Vector Marketing. He's the record holder for branch managers, a national champion new district manager, and has already been promoted to run his own division in Florida. Andrew understands the traits and qualities for young people to succeed in the evolving world of today, and he shares those insights through his role in Vector and through his podcast, Ace Weekly. In this short snippet, Andrew talks about two of his own key traits and shares the three things that can enable anyone to change the world. This episode is sponsored by Brain Fuel, a new cerebral beverage co-founded by Silver Cup Cutco alum Colton Horn. Brain Fuel is scientifically derived from coffees, teas, collagens, and antioxidants. It prolongs mental focus, sharpens alertness and decision-making, and protects your brain from burnout. I can tell you from personal experience that its impact is astounding. Brain Fuel is spelled uniquely because it is unique. It's B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L. Go to brainfuel.com to check it out. And if you use the code C-L-S-K when you check out, you'll get 35% off your first order. You can see this and all our sponsors at changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. Enjoy this flashback segment from Andrew Evans and be sure to revisit the full episode number 83 and check out Andrew on his podcast, Ace Weekly. Let's discuss some of the traits or qualities that uh, have helped your your great success in the company because you've been an amazing district manager. You've, you're now you know, running your own division. What are some of the things you feel you've brought to the table to have had such great success? Yeah, whenever uh, anyone asks me this question, Dan, I mean, the first thing that always comes to mind, because I think this has just been something that's been foundational for me, is just uh, it's work ethic, like grit, perseverance, working really, really hard. I know that I'm not better skilled or better talented, but I know that I can and will outwork like when it comes to endurance. And so, you know, early on in my, in my Cutco career, and really, <laughs> literally up until this day, I think most of the things today that people would assume that I'm really talented at and the things that I developed a high level of caliber of skill set, I'm not naturally good at. You know, and so today I'm trying to lean more into like what am I naturally good at? Where's my genius lie and how do I infuse that more into what I'm doing on a daily basis? But a lot of my great like skills now are things that I'm really not naturally talented at. And I just I grind it, I've worked at them and I I've worked harder probably than than most people around. So that's one thing I think is just foundational. Another thing I think that's helped me, I would say, and this is just, I'm thinking about becoming a DM and, and going to a DVC role fast. 
is just starting with the end in mind. And when I mean that, like what I say when I mean that, or when I mean when I say that, is like I think a lot of people, this is something that I, I, I really see a lot of, uh, a lot of young you know, sales reps, especially branch managers, you know, but, but for me in my career, actually literally until I got this promotion or, or as of recently, you know, this is the first time where I can say confidently like, Hey, I see myself here working with Kako Vector for years to come. If you were thinking with that perspective, it's like the way that you show up, your vision that you're promoting for other people, the type of people that you hire and take on to your organization, the way that you train them, like the way that you leave pe- everything you do is completely different because you have a completely different perspective. It's like the goal is not to see if we can make a quick buck. The goal is to lay an infrastructure for an organization that can become a multi-million dollar organization. You know, and I think that's one thing from like every time I ran an office is just I'm thinking with long-term perspective. I'm creating vision for people years out, regardless of how I was feeling in the current situation. And I was able to show that way. And that's what I think leadership is. Mm, that's a great insight, Andrew. I, I think it's it, it's really instructive for anybody working in Vector and Cutco to think about this idea. If you knew that 20 years or 30 years from now or whenever it was, you were going to be the president of the company, how would you act right now? How would you act this summer? How would you act in your daily interactions with people? What is the vision that you would be casting for people if you knew that? And the reality is, most people are going to spend their time in Vector and they're going to move on, whether it's their you know, one summer as a rep or maybe a couple summers or maybe they're a DM for a while and then parlay that into something else. They will move on. But if you can act with that end long-term vision in mind, you're going to be more successful during the time that you're here. How about translating these qualities, Andrew, over to other young entrepreneurs? What, what are some of the things that you feel like young entrepreneurs can adopt that can help set themselves apart? I think those two things, literally those two things that helped me have success at a young age are the two things that most young people and most young entrepreneurs lack. It's they lack long-term vision, which is why they, 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 they don't have patience. They're like, they, they want everything now because they're not thinking long-term, not thinking, they think like they start a business, you know, and, and they'll start a business that generally had like genuinely has potential to be a massive company. And they're just starting it with like small thinking. They're not thinking big enough. They're not planning long enough. And the second thing is that they want things, but they're not really like tacked with reality. Meaning like they want things a lot, but they don't have a realistic idea of the work level and time that is going to be required to actually get them to where they want to be. You know, they want it really bad, but they're not really keyed in with like how much time and work will actually be required, you know? And so I think part of it is just like, you have to have like that level of understanding and knowing that if you're passionate about something, if you really want to be successful at what you're doing, it's going to usually take like years, you know, like, like 10, like if you're going to do something that you're really like, you got to be willing to put 10 years into it. You know, and I, I think about that a lot of like, hey, the 10,000 hours idea, like the, the idea that you've got to be, you know, if you want to become a master or something, it's 10 years minimum of working at that craft over and over and over again. And for me, like the reason I started working hard is because like I wanted to shorten that. Like I didn't want to shorten the 10 years. I just want to start it as soon. I wanted to start it earlier. I didn't want to wait till like one or two years out of college and then I can start that 10 year journey. I started that, you know, ninth grade. I made sacrifices early on at a young age. And I think a lot of young people, they want a lot, but they're not willing to make the sacrifices that will actually be required to get them there. 
that's why I love what we do here, you know, at, at Vector, because I, I think we truly do provide a model and opportunity for students and a playground for people to develop those skills, you know, develop relationships, save money. And that, that's the thing is like, I tell people this all the time is that, hey, and like, if you want to, everyone in life has an opportunity. But if you want to be able to take advantage of the opportunity when they arise and when they come into your lap, you have to have three things, which is, you know, you have to have financial capital, you need to have social capital, and you need to have skill sets. And the problem is that most people are often lacking all those or they're missing one or two. You know, they have the skill sets, but they don't have the money, they don't have the relationships, you know, or they have a bunch of relationships, but they really don't have the skill sets or the finances to do so. And I think Vector really provides a model where for people for several years of their life in their young years, they can develop and hone their skill set in. They can stock away a ton of capital that they can use, you know, to to do something impactful to like like the bottom line is if you want to impact, like you need money to do it. And the last thing is having social capital, relationships. Like it's crazy the fact that how many people I have relationships with now that, you know, would go to a war and we could snap our finger. Like we could it's a group of people that I know genuinely could change the world no matter what project they're doing. And I talk to people that are 28, 29 and really, really well skill set. They're single solo entrepreneurs and they struggle to build a team and build these... Like they don't have people to like bring in with them and build these organizations with together. And I think all three of these things are phenomenal opportunities to build in, in young years while you're, while you're at Vector. Yeah. Financial capital, social capital, skill sets. Great, great uh, three things that people have to develop in order to be able to be successful. And, you know, I, I see a lot of young people in Vector who have aspirations about changing the world or becoming powerful influencers or, you know, really being able to spread their impact uh, a lot more globally than just beyond Vector. And, and I, I always remind them that they're in a great place to build that social capital, especially right now. And that that's one of the things they're going to need in order to be able to influence the masses is having more social capital. And for somebody to stick around in Vector for five years, 10 years, 15 years, building teams every year, you know, you're, you're gaining so much more social capital through the networks that you're building. And it's really, really valuable. It's unreal. And because of how many people we work with and get exposed to, you know, like I, it's just, if you, you can work at a company for 10 years and I mean, you won't even scratch the surface on how many, like you're working with students, you do this for five or six years, they're going off and doing other things You're with other killer successful managers from all across the country, you know, that are either currently in the business or they move on to do other, like there's just the networks and relationships that happen from just being here for several years as a sales rep or as a manager, it is really, really undervalued. Yeah. Huge point for sure. Well, you described earlier in this uh, conversation that you're you're looking for what is your genius, right? And what what are your superpowers? And just from my perspective, and you know, getting to know you and observing you from afar, uh, number one, you're somebody that has an inspiring vision, right? You're somebody that's able to be able to take people and help them see something that's bigger that they can be a part of. Uh, second, I would say is that you have great charisma and energy, and it takes a lot of that in order to be able to get people into action. Right to to move towards that vision. I would also say, Andrew, that you have a willingness, which is something not everybody has. You have a willingness to work. You have a willingness to do what it takes. You have a willingness to bust your butt uh, a little harder than most people at the times when it's necessary. And not everybody has that. That's an underrated skill that some people bring to the table that others don't. And it seems like you get a lot of your fulfillment from truly helping others from serving the market, as you described, whether it be serving the market of, you know, reps and Cutco and Vector or 
serving the market of young people out there who are listening to your podcast and learning from the things that you're sharing on there. So it's pretty cool to see, you know, those elements of you. And I think those are some of the things that I see that you bring to the table. Yeah. People matter. Things don't. I think that's something that's, you know, took me some time to realize, but it's just at the end of the day, when you're dying, when you're sick, when you're a lot, like when you, you know, when you go through tough times, like you don't really care about the things you have. You don't care about, you know, 90% of the stuff that we get all boiled up about. It really comes down to relationships and experiences that you have with those people. And so, you know, like you'll be ever more fulfilled and happy seeing someone that you were able to mentor and coach and, and helping somebody else. You know, I think this makes your, you so much more happier, at least for me, you know, than any other personal achievement or accolades. Although, you know, those are good to have along the way. And uh, I want to have those, you know, for, for myself. But I think uh, at the end of the day, like I said, that, that philosophy, people, people matter, things don't. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 